Why the white today? Well, here in the United States, there is an optional feast for Father Junipero Serra. You probably studied a little bit about him in elementary American history class. He is the person primarily, primarily responsible for the founding of the California missions. Uh, he was a man who was brilliant, had many gifts, was devoted, had energy and zeal to the gospel. But in this day and age, it's hard to judge if his missionary methods were appropriate to how um, the Franciscan missionaries treated the Native Americans in California. It's hard to judge now because we don't know a whole lot of what really happened. We don't know what should be attributed to ignorance or cultural differences or what we should expect of them because of their Christian values. But nevertheless, Father Sarah is probably the most influential person in the creation of the state of California. In fact, he is probably the only saint who has a statue within the United States Capitol. He named many of the major cities in California, founding them. He started many of the major agricultural crops that are still grown to this day in California. Our prayers will be devoted to Father Sarah, but the homily will be about our first reading, about Abraham's bold conversation with God. Now we need to keep it in context with what happens in the chapter that follows the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and their destruction. But you'll have to come back tomorrow to hear more specifics about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Since the majority of you were at Mass here this past weekend, I'm not going to preach on the Gospel passage, which is Luke's recollection of some of these exact same sayings of Jesus. But if you want to check it out, you can follow me on Twitter, friend me on Facebook, um, subscribe to my podcast on iTunes, or go to my webpage. Um, yesterday's homily was recorded as podcast number 273. But let's start with what we didn't hear today in the first reading. We heard from Genesis 18, but it's related to Genesis 19 about the sin of the city of Sodom and its destruction. We'll address the specifics tomorrow. But it's very interesting that this story is here where it is in the book of Genesis. We're in the middle of a very long stretch about the story of Abraham. Abraham has nothing to do with the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Actually, the story of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah is a lot more uh, similar to the story of Noah and the flood about evil people being destroyed by God. But what we need to remember is that the Bible in general is a book of books. And the Old Testament is definitely part of that in being a tapestry of many different voices that together come to make the great wisdom of the Jewish religion. One voice, though, is the simplistic idea that those who do good will be rewarded by God and those who do evil will be punished. Another idea that comes into play here is the idea that many have that the innocent people can only save themselves, whereas evil people can cause the destruction of innocent people. Our story today about Abraham 
and his conversation with God stands as a corrective to those simplistic ideas. Here we have the idea that the innocent can save the evil. That just ten innocent people in the city of Sodom will save the city. And it sure sounds like a theme of the New Testament of Jesus Christ, the innocent man saving all of us sinners. And while Abraham is very bold in how he addresses God, the real boldness is something that we're all challenged to do as Abraham did. Can we be bold enough to allow God to be something greater than we think God is? Abraham was willing to think of God as someone other than a capricious, petty tyrant. At the time of Abraham, the idea of all of the various gods was that they were just these little deities that did whatever they wanted. Do we allow our ideas of God to continue to grow and mature? May the Holy Spirit prompt us to keep growing in our relationship with God.